This is CliffCentral.com. She works hard for my money. And Thea, mm-hmm. she works hard for your money. And Thea, she works hard for her money. So we better treat her like. All right. Uh, so, shall we start with a market update from Friday? Yep. Um, we started the morning kind of very much lower, but then ended the day flat after a nice little rally. The top 40 for, has had a very strong week. It gained 1.3%. So we've had some nice um, bounces. You know, the resource sector did particularly well. The RAND was relatively stable. It's now trading at 13, still trading, I should say, at 13, which is quite something. Uh, resource In the resources sector, gold was the only real theme. The dollar weakened, and so investors fled to bullion. It's now trading about $1,268 an ounce. Anglo gold is up over 3%. Goldfields was 3.5%. So those were kind of the top performing shares in the resource sector. Platinum's not so much. A little bit of... Um, a miscalculation. I don't, I don't know what, if that's the right word, but like Lonman was up 2%, but then Kumba was down over 3%. But you know, Kumba had that big rally last week. Mm. I think it was Monday or Tuesday when they announced that they're reinstating their dividend. So that right. was quite nice. But then the iron ore prices come off. Um, and so I think that's why Kumba was down on Friday. And then in the financial sector, Mostly the shares were okay, but Barclays Group Africa, or Barclays Africa Group, I should say, reported uh, results which were a bit disappointing, actually. Um, so the share was down 2.2%. Normalized diluted headline earnings per share was slightly ahead of expectations at 7%, but it wasn't so much the earnings, but rather that um, impairments, impairments were down sharply, like much lower than expected. Um, so just operationally, really just not a great set of results. Uh, RAND revenue actually declined by 1% year on year, which mm. is not great. No. And they're now showing negative jaws. And I must tell you about jaws very quickly. It's uh, spelt like the shark movie jaws. Right. It's a ratio we use in the finance sector to measure the difference between um, income growth and cost growth or expense growth. And it's actually not even a ratio. It's, it's just a very simple mathematical income growth rate, less your expenses growth rate. Um, and one of the things about the banks is if they can have positive jaws, in other words, their income can grow faster than cost. In fact, not just banks, <laughs> every single company. In fact, you yeah. know, you, the, the last thing you want is to be paying out more than you're making or for your expenses to be growing faster than your income. Um, so, so, so for banks particularly, we look at this ratio because it's very telling and Barclays disappointed, I'm afraid. I mean, they did try their best to contain costs, which was quite good. Costs was only up 3%, but if your revenue is down 3%, it's, uh, costs up of 3% is not a good thing, basically. Right. Yeah, I think their main fo- focus going forward, now that they've split up with PLC, will probably be just to kind of maintain their retail and business bank performance, which was kind of the big underperformer in these results.
And then in the industrial sector, um, everyone was, uh, <laughs> everyone was having a bit of a joke about this. The tobacco companies went up in smoke on Friday. So British American tobacco fell 7%. Yeah. The locally listed one in London, the London listing fell 8%. Wow. Why? Uh, uh well, because the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration are proposing to cut nicotine levels in cigarettes to what they say non to to what they're calling non addictive levels. Huh. I mean so there's a whole God, there was a whole big statement about it. They were saying the overwhelming amount of death and disease attributable to tobacco is caused by addiction to cigarettes. So the only legal consumer product that, when used as intended, will kill half of all long term users. So this is now the FDA, the Food and Drug Association kind of administration, sorry, coming out and just wanting to do the right thing, the right thing. I mean, Altria Group was down 6.5%. They're the guys who sell Marlboro in the U.S. Right. Raynet, who obviously own a big chunk of British American tobacco, they're the, the um, investment holding company. They're listed in Luxembourg, I think. Um, they were down 6.6%. You know, just tobacco companies taking an absolute pounding on Friday after the statement. I mean, I think it's a way away FDA will engage with the public to see what is and what isn't acceptable. Yeah, I mean, this, they're just proposing it. They're not, exactly. They're not going to make it happen yet. But people are so skittish. Absolutely. Huh. Right. Yeah. There's no time like uh, now, though. You know, that's how traders react. Yeah, kind of, sure. They, they don't waste time. And then NASPES ended the day about half a percent lower, but it's now a 2,850 rand share, which is not bad. No. Um, this was on the back of quite a big tech sell-off on Friday post Amazon's disappointing results. So Amazon reported 40 cents per share earnings when we were expecting $1.41. So it's what a 70% miss. I mean, so that's, that's a big one, you know, and then of course all tech companies around the world fell. So 10, including Tencent and our very own Naspers. Okay. So, um, for a while, Jeff Bezos was the richest guy and then that disappeared when those results came out. That's right. On Thursday, he was the richest man in the world, um, with a fortune of $92.3 billion, which then turned around at kind of midday on Thursday. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm afraid this, these results had a $12 billion pullback in the share price. <laughs> and it's quite incredible, right? Kind of hits. Yeah. Sure. So, and, and that's only like, I think it was a 2.4% move on the share price or something. Okay. So it just shows what a huge company it is. He's still lagging Bill Gates by $3.5 billion now. Hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so these, and of course, uh, the third richest man is Spain's Amancio Ortega, so he's yeah. the the Zara guy, right? Right. Um, and his net worth is about eighty two point seven billion. I Good think for it him. That. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of money in the world. You just got to be clever enough to find it. Between or lucky those enough. three, oh, it's just ridiculous, actually. Mm. All right. Uh, then can we talk about the? Uh, what else was it? Before we move on, can I just say Tesla? I noticed that Tesla hardly moved on Friday. Hey? Why? Because you know they released their, their um, Model Three S or whatever it was called. Oh yeah. And so I think people were expecting it to be up quite a bit, but it didn't actually move at all. Like just not even a fifth of a percent on Friday, and it has come off quite significantly. It's one of those really difficult shares um, because it's it's valued so richly that it's. Uh, to buy into it is almost mm. – it, it, it 
it'll take some guts, I'll tell you that. But at the same time, you almost can't ignore it, right? Because Elon Musk is doing such amazing things. Would you say that Tesla is a is an automotive manufacturer or a technology company? Yeah, that's a good question. Huh? Um, I would say automotive, but uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> good. What do you think? <laughs> good question. Yeah, I think it's. It, I think it's a tech company, which is also probably why it didn't go up so much because all the other tech companies were yeah, basking in that point. Amazon afterglow, um, lack of afterglow, lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think maybe it's a tech company. Yeah, you have a very good point, actually. So we'll just it's not run by a guy who makes cars. Yeah, it's run by tech savvy going. Yeah, that that could well be the the reason. In fact, I'm going to go with that. All right. Um, and then we saw U.S. GDP growth coming oh, on Friday, uh, 2.6% quarter on quarter, which is a huge <laughs> step up. The previous quarter was revised down from 1.4 to 1.2%. And really consumers were the people doing the heavy lifting in this, in the second quarter because they increased spending quite a bit. And of course, you know, we've been watching the labor market so carefully. So we know that unemployment is at the lowest level, um, at what, four point, what is it now, 4.4? Was right. it last read, I think, somewhere around there? Um, so I think the U.S. consumer is suddenly just confident and, you know, back out there consuming and spending and working again, and that's quite nice. And so, of course, this big um, discrepancy between whether they're going to raise interest rates because remember, about two weeks ago, the U.S. Fed said they weren't going to be in a hurry, but now the economy is growing, right. labor market stable. They're still waiting for inflation to kick in, um, but there's really just no reason for them almost not to raise interest rates. Which is which is surprising that the rand or the dollar remains so weak. Actually, uh, what about oil? Yeah, so oil, oil's trading back above $50 a barrel. And actually for us, that's not great because the Department of Energy has, oh, I think it was them, has already said that petrol will increase for us on the second. When's that? When, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. So petrol's going to go up by one and a half percent locally on Tuesday. So get ready for it, which is a shame considering that the Reserve Bank has just cut interest rates because inflation was well within their their target band. Um, and I think, you know, a higher petrol price will definitely have a, a negative, in our case, impact on the inflation rate and push it higher. So, And this oil price is a little bit odd because it, it's been so volatile. In, and, I, and, I, and I guess it's that OPEC are wanting to cut production or, or cut supplies so that they can keep the oil price at a decent level. That makes sense for everybody. But then at the same time, they've got shale coming online and they've got the other producers like Libya who don't belong to OPEC, who don't have to be um, constrained by these cuts, producing more oil as the others cut. So I don't know. At some stage, I guess they'll have to find some sort of balance. All right. Uh, anything else you want to throw in? Um, no, that's, that's pretty much. I mean, I think we're, we're starting to see some reporting coming through this week. Otherwise, no real big numbers. Are we hoping for a good week? Oh, we are. I am. Well, I, mean, obviously <laughs> well, we are I always am. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in the light of, of last week, do you think we will have? Yeah, I think the U.S. are still produ- producing decent earnings. We've got the, U- the GDP growth number was quite good. Oil's back up. And so, 
there's no reason for us not to have one. Yay. Thank you, Anthea. My pleasure. Anthea Gardner, The Money Shot, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at about this time. There we go. That's all you need to know. This is cliffcentral.com.